Who's going to be the new Prime Minister of the UK? Let's deep dive into the Tory elections in this episode's Deep Diving Into The Wise. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Deep Diving Into The Wise and thank you for tuning in. Huge parts of the world has been affected by heat waves. Luckily, where I live, it's hot, but not unbearably hot. It really shows that climate change is happening. And I've read a lot of articles about people in the UK, for example, preparing for the sweltering weather without an AC. Anyway, today I'm going to be talking about the Tory elections. Tories is what you call the conservative parties in the UK more colloquially. Boris Johnson of the UK has resigned as the Prime Minister of the UK, so now the Conservative Party is going under election to choose the next leader for the Conservative Party and thus the new Prime Minister. So let's just get right into the episode and deep dive into this topic. So the first section of this podcast is called So What Just Happened? Here, I summarize what has happened in the world in one minute. Normally, I post monthly, so it is more action-packed. But because I posted just last week, here are just some news that occurred this week. The first news is that the Prime Minister in Italy is set to resign after a populist party not backing the Prime Minister up in his inflation policies. Second news, there was Indiana Mall shooting, and three people were killed. Others were injured, including a 12-year-old boy. But a bystander, an average citizen, stopped the killer with his own gun. I find that kind of bizarre. Uh, Finally, the third news is that there's an insane heat wave in the UK, as I've mentioned in the intro. It is actually expected to hit 41 degrees Celsius, which, let me tell you, is insanely hot. I cannot survive. And I will physically melt when I'm in the heat, so I hope that people in the UK can take precautions to ensure that they won't get a heat stroke. Right, so that's it. Now, on to the episode. So let's just look at the background of why we have the Tory leadership election in more detail. So... Boris Johnson resigned as a leader of the Conservative Party. Since the UK is run on a parliamentary system, this means that after the new leader of the Conservative Party is elected, then he has to resign as a Prime Minister. So, for now, Boris Johnson stays as the Prime Minister until the new leader is elected. However, he promised that he won't make any radical policy changes to Uses his last months as the powerful prime minister, but he is still going to, to do all the bureaucratic roles of a prime minister. Now, let's talk about why he quit and resigned as a conservative party leader. The biggest reason is what people colloquially call partygate. In April 2020, the UK went under a severe lockdown, strongly encouraging people to stay at home and reduce social events. However, Boris Johnson set up a huge party where more than 83 people attended. It was also filled with alcohol. Johnson and the 83 people were fined and they were under public scrutiny for almost two years now. 
Another thing is that there was a member of parliament, MP Pincher, who was accused of a sexual misconduct when he was drunk and in a bar. Knowing about this, Johnson appointed him as a deputy chief whip. Initially, Johnson said that he didn't know about the allegations when he appointed Pincher. But afterwards, he apologized for appointing Pincher and admitted that he did know about this misconduct. This looks quite bad on Johnson's side as it indirectly shows that he didn't particularly care about Pincher's unacceptable act. Other things also occurred during his term, such as the Russian-Ukraine war and rising inflation. Though this is not his fault, it didn't help his popularity. To be honest, the the rapidly rising inflation is affecting all leaders around the world, and many leaders are facing lower popularity rates because the costs of living are becoming unaffordable for many citizens. That includes the prime minister that wanted to resign in Italy and Biden. However, even though Boris Johnson had a lot of scandals, it didn't mean that he wanted to quit. He was kind of forced to quit being the conservative leader, actually. In the parliamentary system, there is a thing called a confidence vote, where if a set number of MPs, member of parliament, come together to propose a vote to kick out the prime minister. But Johnson won the confidence vote, so despite half the MPs voting against him, he said he was going to stay. Since the MPs really wanted him out, more dramatic measures were taken. Recently, 27 ministers resigned under the Johnson administration as a protest. This included the finance minister, Rishi Sunak, which you'll be hearing about very soon, and social care secretary as well. Without the support of the Conservative Party and all his key ministers quitting because of him, Johnson had no choice but to resign. This is why we now have the Tories election. Now, let's talk about how the leadership election works exactly. Overall, becoming a candidate in the leadership election is more difficult than simply saying, I want to become the leader. In the beginning, it involves the Conservative Party MPs. There are 358 of them at this moment. The person who wants to become the next leader must have at least 20 MPs that will back their candidacy. The MPs cannot be anonymous at this stage, so they have to say, I support this person fully. In this Tories race, eight candidates were able to get the backing of at least 20 MPs, and therefore, there are eight candidates in the race. After the eight candidates were chosen, there are going to be rounds of voting by the Conservative MPs. This is basically like an elimination round. Every round, the bottom two candidates will be voted out. This will continue until there are only two candidates left. Finally, the decision between the two candidates will be open to the Conservative Party members, not just the MPs. They will vote by post, and whoever has the most votes will become the leader, and thus the next Prime Minister. Quickly talking about the results till now, there has been four rounds at this moment. Hunt, Zahawi, Braverman, Tugendhat, Badenoch were eliminated. We are now left with Sunak, Mordaunt, and Tress. Next, I'll be discussing the top four candidates 
that were that remained in the race. So right now there's three remaining, but I thought the fourth place person made quite a big mark in the British political f- sphere. So I'm going to cover her briefly. Badenoch is a, was a former equality minister. She was born in the UK but raised in the US and Nigeria. She returned to the UK when she was 16. Unlike other people, she has a background in computer science and ran the operations for a right-wing magazine called The Spectator. She is interesting. She's on the extreme right conservative side. She calls herself an anti-woke warrior that is on the war on woke. Basically, she's challenging the idea of things like critical race theory and identity politics, or the idea that institutional racism exists. She believes that identity politics are against British values, and she believes that people shouldn't be focused on them. This is why it makes sense that there's harsh criticism coming from the liberals. In terms of her policies, she wanted to reduce taxes and try to follow the conservative ideology. Unlike the other three people left in the race, she didn't have many credentials, so she was a very dark horse. However, she was supported by a higher-up Secretary Grove, which increased her votes. I think people really didn't expect her to remain this long, so the fact that she remained this long, and she also had a pretty good debate performance, so I think that would definitely have a positive impact on her future career. Next, I'll be focusing on Truss, who is right now third place. She has a lot of credentials. She held various positions such as Environmental Secretary, Justice Secretary, and under Johnson, she's the Foreign Secretary. She has been an MP from 2010. She served as secretaries under many prime ministers such as Thatcher, Cameron, and of course Boris Johnson. One of the things she's done is that she has negotiated the Russian-Ukraine war and released two people detained in Iran. Her policies is to aim to become the next Thatcher. She wants lower tax, higher defense, and strategic trading. However, she wants a corporation tax hike from 19% to 25%. Her first debate performance wasn't particularly that good. She sounded nervous and unemotional, so I think that could have negatively impacted her votes. Next is Mordaunt. She is the Minister of Trade Policy. She had a hard childhood with her mother dying at an early age, and she took on as many jobs as she could, like a magician's assistant. She actually went to the U.S. and worked for the Bush campaign until she returned to the U.K. and she was elected as the MP in 2006. She came under fire for making an inappropriate speech in the House of Commons about the poultry market, but it was filled with innuendos. I actually listened to it, and yeah, it was very, very filled filled with euphemisms. Apparently, she did this because she lost a bet with Navy officers, and they dared her to say words like laid and lay in her speech. She supports Brexit a lot. She also wants to lower tax, including a 50% tax cut on fuel with the situation right now. In terms of defense, she wants to increase it to 2.5% of GDP. One thing that the right conservative is a little concerned about, I guess, is that she's more LGBTQ friendly, which is more a liberal idea, so some people don't like that. 
Finally, Sunak. He is leading in the votes of becoming the leader of the Conservative Party, and if nothing goes wrong, I think he's probably going to be the next Prime Minister. He worked as the Finance Minister in the Johnson administration, but he's one of those people that resigned as a protest. He is known as one of the richest MPs. He's known as one of the richest MPs because his wife is a daughter of, of a billionaire. He is a Brexit supporter, and he also has pretty high reputations because of his policies during COVID-19, such as program of eating out and supporting the struggling businesses. There are some controversies that follows him, such as the tax affair of his wife, who is very rich. Like Tress, she, he wants to follow the Thatcher ideology. Similarly, he wants a 2.5% GDP budget on defense. Overall, I think, yeah, as I said, Sunak will win, but these top contenders will probably have some important roles in the coming administration. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the end. If you liked it, please consider subscribing and following my Instagram at deepdivingintothewise. I hope to see you in the next episode.